Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Jen here with P40Ministries.com. And we are in Matthew chapter 5 again today, and we will be reading 31 and 32. So yes, I'm only going to be reading two verses today, but there is a lot to cover in these two verses because Jesus is now talking about divorce. So if you listened in on Tuesday, you would have heard about Jesus talking about adultery being within the heart and not necessarily a physical act of adultery, but adultery starts in the heart. And now he is talking about the physical act of not only adultery, but also divorce. So let's see what he has to say in Matthew chapter 5, verses 31 and 32. And I will be reading out the W.E.B. version of the Bible today. It was also said, Whoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorce. But I tell you that whoever puts away his wife, except for the cause of sexual immorality, makes her an adulteress. And whoever marries her when she is put away commits adultery. So like I said, not a very long portion of scripture here, but a lot to talk about for sure. So let's start in verse 31. Jesus is saying to his disciples, it is also said, whoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorce. So Jesus is referring to the law here. And if you look in Matthew 19, just a few chapters ahead in Matthew, let's go ahead and jump there real quick. Jesus kind of talks more about the divorce issue that was in the law, the Old Testament law. So verses 7 through 9 in Matthew 19, uh, Jesus is talking to some Pharisees. And the Pharisees come up to him and they ask him, why then did Moses command us to give her a bill of divorce and to divorce her? And he said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it has not been so. I tell you that whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality and marries another, commits adultery and he who marries her when she is divorced commits adultery. So this is kind of a repeat of what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 5. It's interesting because yes, God did allow divorce in certain occasions in the law. But because of the hardness of our hearts, that is the reason God allowed divorce to happen. I find it interesting because the only times scripture really talks about divorce being allowed is if your partner has done an act of adultery or if an unbeliever wants to divorce a Christian wife or vice versa. And I should mention here that Jesus, when he says this, is talking directly to men. So on Tuesday, Jesus was talking to everybody, but now he switches over to talking only to men. Because at this time in history, you have to remember also that this was a much different time. And women didn't really have the opportunity to really divorce their husbands. It was mostly men that did the divorcing back then. And it was probably mostly so that they could either get a new wife or just because they got bored of their old wife. And Jesus is saying, this is super wrong. God created 
at the very beginning, a man and a woman. And that is how it's supposed to be, which is what Jesus was saying in Matthew chapter 19, that this has not always been allowed. Divorce was not always allowed because at the beginning of time, when God created Adam and Eve, he wanted them to be together until death do they part. But it has changed now because of the hardness of humanity's hearts. God does allow divorce. So I I found something else that was kind of interesting, and it's in Malachi 2 verse 16. And once again, I want you to remember that Jesus is now specifically talking to men. So Malachi 2 which is just a book before Matthew. So Malachi is the last book in the Old Testament. If you turn with me to Malachi 2, verse 16, I'm actually going to read this out of the NLT version first, and I will also read it out of the NIV version. And like I said, this is still the Old Testament, and Jesus has not yet come yet in Malachi. So let's read Malachi 2, verse 16 in the NLT version. It says, and God is talking to Malachi, for I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel. To divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So guard your heart and do not be unfaithful to your wife. So God is saying here, I hate divorce. I don't like it. I allow it, but I hate it. And I want you to remain faithful to your first wife. And, you know, it's, it's funny because many people, when they criticize the Bible, they say that God never condemns men having more than one wife. But that is absolutely not true because of this verse right here in Malachi chapter two. Yes, God does condemn a man having more than one wife because that was not God's original plan. He wanted that man to stay faithful to his first wife. And he says, if you divorce your wife, you are overwhelming her with cruelty. And once again, remember where we are coming from. This would have been a culture much different than ours, where if a woman has to be divorced from her husband, other than sexual immorality, she would have been sent back home as a horrid member of society, I should say, she would have been disgraced and she would have been sent back home or she would have become a slave or a prostitute or something along those lines. So God is saying that if a man chooses to divorce his wife, he is overwhelming her with cruelty. So let's read this verse one more time in the NIV version, because I actually like what the NIV version says too. He says in Malachi 2 verse 16, The man who hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect, says the Lord Almighty. Almighty. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful. So this one's a little bit different. It says that a man who divorces his wife is doing violence to the one who he should be protecting. And we know from the New Testament that men are called to be the spiritual leaders of their households. And that is in Ephesians 5 verses 25. So I'm going to jump there. I know I'm doing a lot of jumping around in this episode today, 
But I like this topic and I think it's really interesting. So Ephesians 5 verse 25 says, For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to him as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. So this is saying here that, husbands, you have a strong responsibility to present your wives to God as a holy person. This means that men are called to be the spiritual leaders of their households. And they are called to help the woman be a holy person so that the husband can present his wife to God and be like, look, look at my beautiful wife. She's holy. And I helped her. I helped her get that way. And I, I love that portion of scripture. You know, a lot of women think that, you know, it's, it's, it's degrading that the man is the spiritual in the NLT version, uh, the spiritual leader, but I don't find it degrading at all. I find that to be a huge help to me when I have something I'm not sure about, or I, I need my husband for something. I love being able to go up and to ask him like, Hey, what should I do in this circumstance? And he's able to give me an answer. If it's done the right way, it is absolutely not degrading or terrible to women in any way whatsoever. It's actually a very beautiful relationship. And I'm not saying that Garrett and I have the perfect marriage. We certainly don't. But when we are in line with what God's word says, it is a beautiful relationship. And that is how it's supposed to be. So, yes, God does give grace to those who have been divorced. He gives grace to everybody because he loves them and he wants everybody to draw closer and closer to him. And because God created one man and one woman, the best way for a marriage to be is what lines up with God's word. And that is to love your wives and your husbands the way God calls us to love each other. Because that is the best way a marriage can possibly be done. Because like I said, when Garrett and I are aligned with scripture, we really do have a beautiful relationship. And I can see why God put those kinds of relationships in place so that we can challenge each other as iron sharpens iron, which is another Bible verse, but I don't remember where that one is. But as iron sharpens iron, my husband Garrett is sharpening me to become a better person. And I want to believe I'm sharpening Garrett to become a better person too. So God has a lot to say about divorce and marriage relationships in the Bible. And like I said, if done the right way, they are not degrading in the least. They are beautiful and they are very helpful to us women. So that was a breakdown again of Matthew chapter 5. And I really loved talking about that, um, that particular topic. And if you liked this, go ahead and go to my Facebook, P40 Ministries, and let me know how you thought of this episode for today. Send me a message and ask me any questions if you have some questions. But as usual, I'm going to ask that everybody has a wonderful day. 
and happy listening, and God bless.